Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello everybody, welcome back to Believe in Monster Trucks with Monster Jam Lord, the second episode, first episode of the new year 2021. And uh, this episode's a doozy here today, okay? We got the my top 25 drivers of 2020, of the 2021 season, which wasn't really even season, but that's besides the point. So I just went through all the drivers that competed this year, and uh, I ranked them, you know, uh, one to however many there were, like 70 or something like that. But I'm just going to say the top 25, and we're going to start with number 25, and uh, I'll give my reasonings for all my rankings and stuff like that. And uh, here, yeah, let's just get started. Let's get going. So at number 25, I put the reigning racing world champion, Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter. You know, it's kind of the standard number 25 pick. Not much special to say here. Um, you know, he's just had kind of a mediocre season. He, that's pretty much what he's been having the past, I don't know, 10 years or so. He hasn't really, you know, stood out besides the racing championship, which was a surprise to everyone. No one expected that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, he did pretty good. He did better than most other seasons that, you know, in recent memory. So that's why he gets number 25 on the list. So moving on to number 24, we got Armando Castro, El Toro Loco. He competed on one of the triple threat tours. I remember East, West, Central. But uh, yeah, uh, just again, another standard driver. Not much to say. I mean, like he is really good. He's talented at, you know, two wheel and freestyle and all that. But it's like just compared to all the other drivers, you know, you can't really rank him higher, unfortunately. And number three, we're, or, wow, number three, number 23, we got Bari Musauer, Zombie. Another pretty good season. Bari's just been, like, Mr. Consistent in the past, I don't know, five years, ever since he's been on the Triple Threat Tours. You know, he hasn't really been standing out. He hasn't really performed. He hasn't been winning much compared to all the people that are, he's on tour with. So he gets my number 23. And number 22, you know, he's pretty low, but... He hasn't been doing too well the past, again, five years or so. Probably around 2015 is when he started falling off. Lindsey Wink, Lucas Oil Crusader, which they just announced will not be competing anymore, it looks like. Which is kind of sad. That was a good truck. But, uh, yeah, Lindsey Wink, tw- number 22. Not that good, you know. Uh, it was He's done better this season than the past probably two or three. But uh, nothing special, you know. Just Lindsey Wink, you know. I remember when he first burst onto the scene in like 2005, 2006. Uh, he was like world championship material, and 15 years later, where's that world championship? You know what I mean? So, number 22, Lindsey Wink. Number 21, this might be a little shocker, Zane Ratu, Stinger, okay? Um, very skilled dude. I mean, if they put him in stadiums or just like a Feld truck or, you know, really let him loose, like he would be, if they gave him a bigger name is what I'm trying to say, because right now they just have him in the arena shows that don't even have Gravedigger in it. Like, that's stupid. I want to see him out there performing so, you know, people get their eyes on him and see what he can do. He does, like, flips and stuff all the time. He balances the truck on two wheels and all that. He's really good. I want to see him more prominent. He probably should get higher, too. But, uh... He just, I can't put him any higher because, you know, I haven't even really seen, I bet, half of what he's done this year. So, it's a shame, I know. But here we go, number 20, everyone. Number 20, we got Caleb Blood, Soldier Fortune. Burst onto the scene this year. I mean, I think this was her first, or this was her second year in Soldier Fortune, I think. Um, And, uh, yeah, just done, she's vastly improved. She's one of the best triple threat drivers, I'd say. Um you know, at least top 10 triple threat drivers. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, she's she actually was a competitor in her tour this year, too, which was surprising. I don't think many people expect her to be, uh, you know, con- contender for the championship going into the season, especially with Tyler Meninga on the tour, which we're going to get to later. But, uh, yeah, she gets my number 20. And uh, coming in at number 19, Colt Stevens. Uh, what's the... Oh, Brodozer. <laughs> yeah. He only competed, like, three times this year, so I couldn't really put him higher. I mean... Now that I think about it, you might as well tie Colt Stevens and Cam McQueen because they both did pretty much equally entertaining uh, when you look back on it, especially stats-wise and all that. Let's just throw Cam McQueen in there as a tie for number 19. Uh, yeah, for what Colt did, when he did perform, it was really entertaining. He was doing really good. Um, you know, in like two-wheel and freestyle and stuff this year in Glendale and Jacksonville and all that. Uh, but again, not much else to say. A lot of these... Lower picks, there's not going to be much to say because, you know, you're just kind of filling space. But uh, let's move on to number 18. This might be a little bit of a shocker, but not for me. I I think he should be lower, but we got Charlie Pock and Gravedigger. You know what? I'm angry, guys, okay? Charlie Pockin did not deserve that series championship at all. I went to, like, most of the yellow shows this year, the, the yellow tour shows, and I just saw him win event championship after event championship that he did not deserve like at all in the slightest the fan judging is getting worse by the year guys it's awful i can't stand to see it um he, and, it, and it, it always favors charlie more than like any other gravedigger driver i don't get it where like you'll see i mean i got perfect examples here if you go back and watch my anaheim skills videos it's always the skill challenge videos that you'll see this stand out the most but you'll have Camden Murphy come out first. Like, he'll come out before Pockin. And he'll do the, um, you know, he'll, like, reverse up the giant hill. Then he'll do another moonwalk. And then that will get, like, what, a nine. And then you'll see Charlie Pockin come out and do a wheelie. And then come out for a second tept and, like, fail the second wheelie. And then he'll get, like, a 9.5, a higher score than Camden Murphy. It, it sickens me to see how much the scores are inflated and hey i love Troy pocket he's a good driver but 2020 was not his season not his year he didn't do good like he just didn't do good he like in 2019 either he didn't even qualify for the world finals which everyone was like oh my god charlie didn't make the world finals i was like good he didn't deserve a 2019 i don't think he was top 20 24 drivers 2019 in 2020 i'm you know he's he is good he did a lot better this year than 2019 i'll say which is saying something because 2020 wasn't that good either but uh yeah, no hate on Charlie Pocket. I'm just saying he did not his scores did not reflect a championship. Uh if you know what I mean. There's at least two other drivers on that tour. At least if you know, three if you count Cody Sosier that should have taken that championship away from Charlie. But uh okay, enough about that. That's my little rant. So number seventeen, another shocker. Uh I'm going to Adam Anderson Gravedigger. Uh another like Adam didn't have like a terrible season for you know, a standard driver, but he had a terrible season for Adam Anderson, which again, it wasn't a terrible season at all. It just wasn't Adam Anderson level. Uh, he had a lot of early crashes, a lot of, uh, just didn't do that good in racing or the skills this year. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't the Adam Anderson that we're used to, you know, the flagship driver of Gravedigger. That's why he's getting number 17 on my list. So moving on, uh, 16, we got Corey Rummel, Megalodon, uh, yeah, he's done the most consistent this year, I'd say, than he's ever done in his career. Um, he, I think he finished fourth on his tour. He just did um, really good in racing, beat Ryan Anderson a couple times. I think he was challenging Neil, too, there for a little bit. 
uh, yeah, just really good. Really good season for Cora Rumble. I wish I could put him higher. But here we go, number 15. You guys are going to be like, are you kidding me when I put this guy above Adam Anderson and Charlie Pockin? But who cares? Heavy D, Brodozer. Heavy D, you know what? Not the best racer, but he's getting better. Skills, I'm surprised. He's He did some pretty cool stuff this year in the skills competition where he, he did some uh, sidewalls in Miami. Then he did like a bicycle moonwalk in Miami too. That was pretty dank. Um, and freestyle, he's heavy D. He pops off in freestyle. That's what he does. He always does crazy stuff because he's not really you know paying for the truck. So it's not really his problem. He can just destroy whatever he wants. And yeah, he really good. He's he's getting better. Like I remember the first year when he was driving, it was like, oh look at this guy just going crazy. Now it's like, hey, this guy's kind of skilled. You know, he's kind of doing, he's showing off what he can do a little bit now that he's learning. It's like his second third year. So I'm impressed. Heavy D number fifteen of 2020 Monster Jam drivers. So let's go on to number fourteen. We got Blake Granger Max D. I mean, I remember when they first put him in Max D full time. I think that was 2019. I was like, well, come on, like. Who's this guy? You know, who, who who's you can't you can't just put anyone in Max D, but hey, I'm wrong. Okay, this guy's blown me away with some of the stuff he's done this year and 2019. He's really good. He's really talented. Uh, really good at the skill stuff. He does some crazy stuff. He's done some twisty backflips and uh, you know he slid on the back tailgate that one show. You know, I don't I don't know where it was, but it was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, really talented. He was, uh, I think he got second. Yeah, he got second on the tour with Tyler, and he wasn't that far behind either. Very impressive. Um, yeah, he's really won me over this year. So number 13, let's move on. We got Tristan England, Earthshaker. I wish I could put him higher. He's one of the best triple threat drivers we got. But uh, 2020, he just wasn't up to standard, I guess. You know, he didn't really do anything that blew me away like he'd done in uh, previous years, you know. Speaking of consistency, he's one of the most consistent uh, moonwalk drivers and uh, skill drivers. But, uh, you know, I wasn't as... It just didn't feel like he was on his game as much as uh, 2019, 2018, and all those years. Um, number 12, Bryce Kenny, Mohawk Warrior. Shouldn't be a surprise. You know, he's just... He's, like, good and all that, and he does crazy stuff. That's why he's this high. I'm kind of surprised I put him this high. Um... Yeah, 2020 wasn't the, his best year. Um, just kind of, you know, racing was... He was his same self in racing. He was trying some new stuff in the skills, so he's kind of flopping every few weekends. And then freestyle, same old Bryce Kenny, you know, just didn't really impress me, didn't not impress me. Just, you know, just performed up to his standard. Um, and now we got number 11, Brandon Vincent, Gravedigger. Okay, another guy who's won me over the past couple of years. Uh, he's getting better every year. Uh, he won his tour this year, too. Uh, much skill. Much skill this guy's got. But here we go, guys. It's getting excited. We're getting to the top ten here. Now, this is when I'm going to start doing more talking about my picks and all that, okay? So, number ten, we got Colton Michael Burger Max D. And, again, it's sad I'm putting him this low. But uh, just everyone else, I think, outdid him this year. Uh, but... Finally, he got that tour championship. I think he was on the East Tour, or the Central Tour this year. He's been, ever since like 2015, he's been on these Triple Threat Tours, and he's never gotten one. And everyone's like, when's he going to get one? When's he going to get one? Finally got one this year. Sucks that he actually didn't get into the World Finals this year, because, um, spoiler there was no World Finals. But, uh, yeah, it was a shame that uh, he didn't get to actually you know earn that bid to the World Finals. 
um, sucks for him, sucks for everyone, you know, sucks for me because I didn't get to go to the show, you know, poor me, right? Um, but yeah, it was really good, really good performance this year, Mo- most consistent I think he's ever been, which is saying something, another guy who's really consistent, as you can tell, I go for consistency when I look at drivers, when I look at what they do, when I look at their points and all that, very good year for him, very good year. Um, so let's move on, number nine, again, really sad I have to put him this low. But Cody Saucier, Monster Energy. Um, dang, he, he was starting off the year great. Like the first three or four weekends, he was winning racing every weekend. He was doing really good in the skills too, pulling out like that thing in Oakland where he did wheelie into a moonwalk, which doesn't even make sense. Um, you know, just very good, very good performance. The, the best he's ever done by far, especially in uh, freestyle and all that. Like he's always been great at racing. And uh, the skills and freestyles where he lacked. But, uh, yeah, he did great in everything this year. I hope to see him back soon. Uh, hopefully he gets hired back. I don't really know what his whole situation is. But he's one of my fan favorites. I love him. But, uh, yeah, it's sad I had to put him at number nine. He, If he would have done better in his tour, if he didn't, uh, when Steven Sims took over for him in uh, the Anaheim, those two weekends or those two shows, that's nothing against Steven Sims. He's a great driver, too. He should have his own monster energy that he drives. Um but uh, yeah, when he took over, he just he missed like the entire show on Sunday, and that really took Cody down in points. And then there was no making it up after that when you got all those other great drivers that he was ahead of. So sucks, but uh, Cody Associate number nine respectable out of like seventy two drivers. I wouldn't complain about that. So let's move on to number eight. I um again sad I'm putting him this low, but there's just so many other good drivers. Cole Venard, uh Black Pearl. Uh, very good season. Probably, probably better than 2019. In 2019, he had a great year too. But I think 2020, he did even better. Uh, did a lot of those uh backflip uh, to wheelie things, and uh, you know he did the one in Indianapolis where he drove it straight into the ramp. That was impressive. Really good in racing this year. Did good in skills this year too, more than he's ever done. Um, just another great year for the guy. Really good year. Impressive. I love him, dude. I, I want to see him in more World Finals and stuff. When he didn't get invited to the World Finals in 2019, that was like, are you kidding me? You know, come on. Like, you have this guy. He does all this crazy stuff. And just because he's, you know, an independent, you know, he doesn't drive like El Toro Loco or, a, or Bakugan Dragonoid. You know, you, you got to put their company names in there. He doesn't get in. It's like, come on, take like Becky McDonough out of El Toro Loco. Put him in it for one show and give him that World Final spot. You know, he deserves it. He earned it. Not he deserves it. He earned it. You know. But whatever, neither here nor there. So let's just move on. Number seven, and this might be a surprise. Number seven, we got Ryan Anderson, son of a digger. And everyone's like, oh my God, why is Ryan Anderson so low? He's always so good. Like, how can you put him so low? That's like weird. Well, I'll tell you why Ryan Anderson's so low. Because he's in that garbage new chassis. Just those CRDs or whatever they're called. I don't really know my chassis names. But that chassis... I, I can't stand it. It looks ugly. It doesn't fit the son of a digger body. It's all squirrely. It's weird. It's wide. It's like tall and wide. I don't like it at all. I can't stand seeing it. Cause like one of the big selling points of son of a digger is how the truck looked. It looks awesome. You know, the whole wide stance, the short wheelbase. It was, it was, I loved it. Those, uh, I think they're Cohen chassis they used to run. Uh, but, uh, 
you can obviously tell Feld's like, oh no, we have to make everything the same. It's going to be cheaper and easier for our mechanics to learn if we make it all the same. Which, you know, impedes driver performance, which, you know, isn't really their concern. It's more of my concern and people that actually care about the sports concern. So, yeah, I understand why they wouldn't do that. But, uh, yeah, um, he did have a great season, like, you know, for the chassis that he had. Like, I remember the first show out in Tampa this year. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be awful. Because Ryan hasn't even, like, 2018, 2019, even, like, 2017... Uh, he didn't have the best starts to his seasons than you know he used to like the f- five years before that. Uh, yeah, where he'd always have a slow start, and you kind of expected that out of him, and then he'd really ramp it up as the season went on. But oh god, that that start in Tampa that he had this year was oh god, it was sickening. I couldn't stand to see that. Um, but uh, yeah, he he really made up for it. He got pretty close. He got either second or third, probably third in the tour this year, and that's because of the chassis. Obviously, he probably would have took it. I mean, beating Neil Elliott—that's hard to do. But he probably he had a better chance than anyone else at taking that tour if he would have had the same chassis. Um, but yeah, it's a shame I have to put Ryan this low. Even and, and he did do a lot of good stuff. Like he did a bunch of those. Uh, he does the bicycle to moonwalks every weekend. He does the um, sidewall saves and all that. Um, and freestyle, it's a new style, too, where it's not the same Ryan Anderson style of freestyle that we've been seeing the past 10 years. Um, it's And it's different to get used to. I, I, can't, I can't put him any higher. Um, but let's move on. Number six, Tom Mintz, Max D. Uh, fire, excuse me, Max D. Fire. Um, and again... Like, 2019, Tom Mintz probably would have got my number one. Like, he did great in 2019 when he won the series championship and all that. And, hey, he should have won the series championship this year. But, I don't know, man. Uh, or, well, okay, actually, maybe. I, I stand corrected. I don't, I don't think I, he should have won the series championship this year. But he should have gotten second, that's for sure. And not third. I think he got third. He should have gotten second in a, a close second, that is. Um... But Tom Mintz, he's Tom Mintz. Come on. Tom Mintz is, you know, he's the man. He's the best. He's the old, old, he's like the grand old man. Now that Dennis is gone, he's the grand old man of Monster Jam. Oh, how about that term? How about that term? Come on, coin that. But, uh, yeah, he uh, wasn't his best season. Just uh, like, even with, like, the moonwalks and stuff, he was kind of, like, losing it. You know, he wasn't doing the moonwalks as good as he used to do in 2019, which is kind of weird. It threw me off a couple shows when you'd see Tom Mintz coming for the go for the stoppy on the big ramp and he would just kind of fall over. He did like two or three weekends in a row. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't like that at all. So Tom, he's getting my number six. I can't put him any higher, unfortunately, but here we go, guys. The top five is what you all been waiting for, right? It's actually probably not. You've probably been waiting for the whole list, but here we go. Let's get on to number five, Morgan Kane Gravedigger. He did really good this year. He like did better than any other year by far. He, uh, like, he was always good, you know, he was always great, but he was never, like, top tier. But 2020, he I think he broke through the top tier Gravedigger driver. Where, um, you know, he's getting better at the skills. You know, racing, he's always been great. He's a racing world champion. And freestyle especially. He's never been the best at freestyle, never had the best flow. But this year, I'd say he's one of the best at freestyle now. He's really improved his freestyle game. To where it surprised me. I mean, that San Diego show this year, that's probably freestyle of the year for 2020. I said this year. It's actually January 3rd. Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, um, his 2020 San Diego freestyle was insane. 
like I said, freestyle of the year. Um, and uh, I think when we see him back in the seat again, he's going to take a tour. Like, he's got to take a tour. He already has one tour championship, but he needs more. He's going to get more, too. Especially because he's a grave digger driver, you know, inflating the scores. Lol. But uh, let's move on to number four, which it pains me to put him at number four, but it's only fair. Todd LaDuke, Monster Energy. I wish I could put him higher, but this was not Todd's most entertaining season. You know, technically you could say it was his best season, you know, statistically and all that, but um, not his most entertaining season because Todd, the past, like, three years or so, he's going for the wins. He's going for the championships, which doesn't always mean that he's going for the most entertaining driving style where he's going for consistency, he's going for the wins, he's going, you know, in freestyle he'll come out for the first 30 seconds, he'll just do nothing and then do a backflip, then send it. And that's what gets him the freestyle wins, which, hey, it's smart, but it's not the Todd Duke old. I mean, I remember, I mean, Todd Duke's literally the guy who comes out first ramp and just goes like 70 feet in the air. But uh, 2020, he didn't have the opportunity to do that at the finals, unfortunately, and probably get a championship because, I mean, hey, he's going to get a championship again one day. But, uh, yeah, 2020, uh, 20, he, he played more on the safe side for, with the skills. Um, he's learning the moonwalks, which is really good. He's getting that down. Racing, he did better than ever. And uh, freestyle was not the freestyle Todd Duke old. But, hey, he still did really damn good. So he's getting fourth on my list. So number three, I'll say it, Camden Murphy, Bakugan, Dragonoid, okay? He is insane. The skill that this kid's got is insane. Especially for how new he is, I think he's, this is only his fourth year. Twenty twenty was. Um, he's so good at uh, balancing the truck on the nose, racing. Don't even get me started. He's, I'll say, the best racer in the entire sport right now, not even close. And uh, his freestyle game, which was lacking the past couple of years, which still it wasn't lacking. It was still insane. But uh, yeah, he's just he's really blown his freestyle game out of the water compared to 2019. He is um, always doing a backflip to moonwalk in his freestyles. He's flipping the truck over, doing crazy saves, flips and stuff. Um, yeah, it's insane. He gets my number three. I wish I could put him higher. I say that about everyone, right? But I wish I could put him higher. But here we go. Number two, Neil Elliott, Max D. So Neil Elliott, fantastic. Everyone loves him. I love him. Talk about consistency. Mr. Consistent has to be Neil Elliott, Max D. He um he just every single show he go like I think he won every single skills competition he was in this year, besides like one. And I, I don't know why he didn't win that one, you know, because <laughs> he always does like a moonwalk for a minute for both hits. And that's what the fans love to see. So he always wins. But uh yeah, racing, he's the same Neil Elliott we've always seen in freestyle. He's the, the same Neil Elliott we've seen for the past couple of years. He had to change his style back in like 2018 when he got that new chassis, but it's still Neil Elliott freestyle, you know? So, and he won his tour this year again, which isn't surprising at all. He's won like the past three years in a row. <laughs> um, actually, no, excuse me. He did not win 2019. That was at Manderson, but uh, he probably should have won 2019. So, yeah, um, Neil Elliott, number two. What else can I say? But here we go, guys. Number one, drum roll, please. Oh, 
Tyler Menninga Gravedigger. Not a surprise, is it? I don't think so. This kid, holy crap. The stuff he does, especially this year, he, like, what do I even have to say? Where do I start? Like, the first weekend out, he did a backflip, then, like, wheelied into the ramp, flipped over, saved it. I think that was in Alabama or something. Then the second weekend out, he did that backflip to moonwalk, but it wasn't like all the other ones. It was like he backflipped off the mini flip and then landed on the front wheels, you know, and then literally just walked it like it was nothing. Then he did that other backflip where it turned into a side, reverse sidewall. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And no surprise, he took his tour this year. Everyone expected it. No one had a doubt that he was going to. And, hey, this guy is going to win at least a racing championship, if not a skills championship, and a freestyle championship, and multiple of each of those across his career once the World Finals comes back. He is, uh, like, the best. I'll say it. I think since Ryan Anderson, since Tom Mentz, he is the best to come out, especially with how little time he's put into his career so far. He's only been driving since 2016. That's This will be his fifth year um, if he drives this year. But, uh, yeah, it, it's insane the skill he has and how he knows where the truck is at all times, how fast he can shift and all that. He is my number one uh, for 2020 Monster Jam driver. But yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for the list. I covered about everything. No real news has come out since in the past week. Um, follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Monster Jam Lord or type in Monster Jam Lord on YouTube. Make sure to watch all my videos and all that because who doesn't want to watch my videos? I love them. You guys should love them too. Um, follow me on Instagram at monster.jam.lord. Twitter is Monster Jam Lord, and make sure to follow the Believe Podcast Network. You know, check that website out. Check out all the other. If you have anything else you're into, Believe has that covered. You know, if you're into like knitting, they have a podcast on knitting. You know what I mean? So that's it. Stay tuned next week for the next podcast, which will probably be a recap of all five shows in Salt Lake City on the eighth, ninth, and tenth. And uh, I'll see you guys then. Thanks for watching. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.